0: What is Shaken Fire Nation, JLD here with another live Q&A episode. This is where I just drop in Facebook and or Instagram and just say, hey, who wants to ask me a question? You drop your Skype ID, I give you a call, you ask me any question you have, I have no idea what's coming and I just answer it and we have some pretty interesting conversations Today's an interesting episode because the first question that I dove into ended up being such a doozy. We talked all about the gig economy, and we both are really excited about this topic. And I think it's a huge opportunity for so many people listening today that I'm just turning it into an entire episode because it's well over 30 minutes long. Just this one question, again, that myself and today's guest just went back and forth on. So buckle up and prepare to ignite. Hello, Harry. What's going on, brother?
1: Hey, JLD. What's up?
0: You know, I'm just trying to get by. We're dealing with some power issues today in Puerto Rico. So if the power goes out and we lose each other, it's 100% my fault. I promise.
1: (laughs) All right. uh, Hopefully things are going (laughs) okay over
0: there. Where are you coming from?
1: Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Ooh,
0: I uh, just see you did something with your mic. You went from like a two to a 7.5.
1: Uh yeah, hopefully I'm sounding better than 7.5. I'm at a, I can also stand up too and then maybe my voice will get even better.
0: <laughs> I I have very high standards, so 7.5 like is is actually like probably most people's 9s.
1: Perfect. So I'm on my USB mic now, so hopefully it's sounding good.
0: Cool. Well, uh where do you come from?
1: Uh Los Angeles, just uh sitting at home working. Uh got a
0: No, you were sitting at home scrolling uh Instagram, don't lie.
1: <laughs> well, I'm actually I was on uh I was on Facebook. I've got a big new... Uh, right now, uh, you, you probably don't have them yet in Puerto Rico, but I'm sure at some point, these uh, these personal mobility scooters, these electric scooters and bikes are going crazy right now. So, I've got a lot of content that's doing really well on uh, this company called Bird. I started a Facebook group for it and all that. So, I've been working on this project lately.
0: I actually know all about it because I was yep. just in San Diego in February uh, and March for social media marketing, around traffic and conversion. And in Pacific Beach, they are literally everywhere. I mean, you cannot walk more than two feet without tripping over a bird, which Fire Nation is just like a little electric scooter, which you pay like a dollar for to unlock and then 15 cents per mile, et cetera. And like, what's the deal with those things? Like, how are, um like, how are those companies doing? I know there's a lot of people complaining about them. So like, what's yeah. really going on?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of crazy that these companies have really exploded. There's Bird is sort of one of the most popular ones and Lime. And now there's a bunch of copycat companies that are popping (laughs) up too. Basically, they're all kind of the the old school. You think of a Razor uh, scooter, but with electric power and you can go up to 15 miles per hour. Some people don't like them, but a lot of people really love them. And so we've got an article right now on the rideshare guy about uh, charging. So every night when these things, scooters run out of batteries, people uh, like me (laughs) basically, or gig workers go out and find the scooters, take them home and charge them and then release them in the morning on the streets. And you can make uh, decent money doing so
0: like let's define decent money i mean so like if you're somebody that's sitting around and you're like you know what i'm building up my side hustle i'm an entrepreneur you know i'm trying yeah. to really like, create some great content but i know that takes time and i want to you know do a podcast maybe or, or create a website and a blog and you know build up my social media presence and all that stuff is great but all that stuff takes time and i really need to pay a couple bills now you know of course the, the gig economy is great like you can go on to TaskRabbit and help somebody yeah. move for some dollars you can go and do uber and lyft but you know then you're uber and lyft like you're just driving your car not stop, right. you're picking people up, and you're going left and right. And when it comes down to it, you know, you're not, you know, you're making, you're making a livable wage maybe, or you're making, you know, I guess I should say above a minimal wage. Um, but then there's this opportunity right now with the birds and these different like kind of like razor scooters. So like, what are you seeing real numbers wise on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, this definitely isn't going to be something that you can pay, you know, your whole lifestyle with. But I mean, at the same time, there's a ton of... Opportunity. Bird just raised $100 million. So, wow. <laughs> you know, there's a ton of... Opportunity. Well, I
0: know the birds making money. Like, I know the people that are actually the creators and they're right. getting 15 cents a mile every single time somebody, you know, is, is, is going... Or not even a mile, 15 cents a minute every time somebody spends a minute on that. Because like, I'm seeing like, you know, waves of like 15 people on yeah. these birds and they're just ripping down. I'm like... Just, like like, I'm like, that's just like a dollar, $2, $2, $4, just like ching 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 And so I know that the company itself is making money. Um, what about the actual people themselves that are going out and charging? Like, what do you think you could, if you hustled yeah. in the course of a day, what could you reasonably do? Well,
1: I mean, you can really, uh, so basically I've been doing it. I've been charging, they call them chargers. I've been charging for Bird. And right now I've got six charging cables. So you're sort of somewhat limited to the number of charging cables. They- How do you get these charging cables? from Bird, the company directly. And they're sort of like laptop uh, charging cables and you can charge a scooters with and it takes three to five hours to charge your scooters. But you get paid anywhere from five to twenty dollars per scooter. And basically, the more effort or the harder the scooter is to find, the more money you get paid. But for the most part, you know, I go out after 9 p.m. and get up. There's, you know, probably hundreds on the map that are pretty easy. And if it's a good night, I can usually grab six in about 30 minutes. And sometimes it takes me up to an hour. So, you know, that's 30 bucks right there. Uh, six times five. Five, right? <laughs> 30 yeah. bucks right there um, for a pretty, you know, honestly, easy amount of work. And then at times, you know, you'll find birds that are more expensive and you can get paid a little more. And I think really in general with a lot of these companies, there's a ton of opportunity at the beginning when they're when they're new, when they're novel. And you imagine that they have to pay a lot more than $5 when they don't have a lot of chargers. Right. As more and more, more and more people sign up, of course, supply and demand, the prices go down. And, you know, for those that are hustling, you can actually make pretty good money. I, I shared a pretty funny video on Twitter the other day <laughs> of this guy who was literally riding I think about 10 or 12 stacked bird scooters on top of each other and he was a charger (laughs) and basically that right there was you know probably 50 to 100 bucks so if you're hustling and that's that's the thing you know I think your audience especially right right You know, if you're the type, if you're a hustler, you can go out there and you can figure out, you know, if you're willing to go knock on doors and find these scooters that are worth 20 bucks and do a little detective work, you can definitely, uh, you know, like I said, you're not going to get rich off of doing it, but it can be kind of a fun hobby. And you can, you might even be wanting to make some content about Bird right now too. Uh, My Bird Charger article is the number one article on my site right now. It's got over 50,000 page views in the past 30 days, so it's going crazy.
0: (laughs) And that's what I want to also share with you, Fire Nations, because a lot of people say to me, John, like, I just missed the boat. I missed the boat on podcasting, or I missed the boat on, you know, Meerkat. You know, where's Meerkat now? Who knows? But, you know, I missed the boat on Periscope, and Periscope's faded. I missed the boat on this the whole point is something's always coming like when I went and I got to Pacific Beach and I saw these scooters lying around everywhere I'm like what the heck is this I literally had never seen or heard of this but they were everything and they are everybody and I was like I wanted to do that like I want to jump on a little um, razor and go over to the beach and just like cruise over there instead of jumping into like a $5 Uber I'd rather do this you know and be out on the boardwalk and cruising around so there's always that next thing and that's what that's what I love that you Harry have just kind of you know jumped on this opportunity you saw that this is kind of like a trending word this kind of a trending activity a trending thing and it fits your brand perfectly too.
1: Yeah, I mean I literally jumped on a scooter so <laughs> I guess that pun uh, is apt. And I mean even to be honest, I mi- the first thing the first piece of content I did on Bird was really more from the consumer side just how does this thing work? How do you re- you know, how do you find them? How do you use the app and things like that? And so we posted a a YouTube video that I think is up to around 10,000 views right now. But I also put my Bird referral link in there, you know, so you sign up your friends and you get a free ride. So now I think I've racked up like close to 3 or 400 free Bird rides. So <laughs> I've been I've been adding my friend's code, you know, basically switching out my friend's links, uh, you know, up there every week. So now I'm hooking up my friends with, you know, 30 to 40 free bird rides every time I switch out the code. So if you need some free rides. Yeah, next
0: time I'm in San Diego, brother, we're definitely (laughs) going to (laughs) talk. I would definitely love that. And Fire Nation, this is just the thing. I mean, when you are starting off or even when you're in the thick of things, you're just like, you know what? This thing is going to take a little while to, you know, to grow. This can take a little while to mature. Um, Then maybe you look at something that's a little more quick, you know, like, like that's why a lot of people do jump in and they become Uber and Lyft drivers and now there's this bird opportunity but just look around you and see like what's available and for you here I'm just kind of curious to get a little more nitty gritty because this is a sure. fascinating topic is like how many charging cables will they send you like why are you limiting yourself to six
1: Well, I mean, basically, they start everyone off with three. And then as long as you sort of release the birds on time, so you have to release them early in the morning, 4 to 7am. And as long as you're charging, doing a good job charging, basically, as long as you're doing a good job charging, they have a few different metrics that they look at, they'll send you more, right? They don't want to send out 12 chargers to someone who goes out and charges for one night and then never again. So for me, you know, this, you know, obviously, my full time job is running my blog, the rideshare guy and everything that I all the content that we do around there. So for me, it's really more of a kind of true side hustle and to try it out so that honestly I could write about it and cover it and know what I'm talking about. It's truly a
0: brand extension. I mean, this is right in line with what you do.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think that there's going to be a ton of opportunities in the future for delivery drivers and Uber and Lyft drivers. You know, for example, in an article we're about to publish on Monday, you know, kind of very detailed about what it's like to work as a bird charger, <laughs> uh, you know, we give a couple examples at the end. You know, if you're a delivery driver, let's say you're delivering food for Postmates yeah. or DoorDash and you see a scooter grab that scooter while you know while you're on a delivery, throw it in the back of your car. And, you know, the nice thing is if you're doing Uber and Lyft, you can't really pull over with your passenger with JLDs in the back. (laughs) I need to grab the scooter, right? But you can when you're doing delivery. So that's kind of a cool thing. And then even for the Uber and Lyft drivers at the end of the night when they're done with their shift, they can, if they're already in, you know, they're probably going to end in some of the busy places, uh, you know, downtown L.A. or Santa Monica, Venice and Los Angeles where the scooters are in abundance. You can grab a few on your way home, charge them and then go release them in the morning before you do your next shift of driving.
0: All right, but Fire Nation, don't use this as an excuse to like going to buy that Land Rover or like that Humvee <laughs> just so you have quote unquote enough space to you know throw more of these uh, birds. Yeah, it
1: be a business deduction. Who knows, <laughs> it could years. be a business yeah.
0: deduction. But I mean, let's be honest, when you uh, add it up, like it's probably not going to cover all of that uh, incredibly high car payment. But it's one of those things that I definitely encourage people because it, to me, it just kind of brings out that that hustler side in you and just really like, what can I do to, to kind of, you know, help myself out with this algorithm, put myself in the position to get more opportunities. And have you ever had a situation Harry where you've like seen one of those like more appealing ones, you know, not the five dollar charges but like the ten or the fifteen and you've like raced towards it but somebody beat you there. Does that ever happen?
1: Yeah, I definitely, you know, I would say that almost every single night that I go out charging, I see other chargers, you know, typically they're in like a minivan or a truck and a lot of even, a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of couples doing it. I think it's a good activity to do with your boyfriend. It's fun. It's like geocaching. Yeah. It, it, it Honestly, a lot of, the, there was a big article that came out last week and one of the quotes uh, that they said, it's sort of like Pokemon Go, but you get paid for it. <laughs> so I think when you kind of have that mentality, you know, it's just an adventure, right? I think a lot of people, when they get home every night after work, they sit down and watch. Watch a few hours of TV, but I mean, why not watch one hour of TV and then take your spouse or your even your kid out, right? And kind of instill that little hustler mentality in them. Because you know, one of the things you said that it really hit with me is it's all about you know just trying new things. I happen to live here in Los Angeles, and I saw them everywhere, so I started writing. And one day in the app, it said become a charger, and I said I don't know what a charger <laughs> is, but I'm gonna try it and see what happens. Who knows? Maybe
0: Could be a be San great. Diego charger because <laughs> now they are up in LA, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're in LA, San Diego. They're they're in a ton of cities. They're expanding every week they just launched in charlotte nashville so i mean if they're not in your city yet i'm sure they will be by the end of the year
0: cool well i was actually referring to the football team too, the san diego chargers get it
1: yeah oh. <laughs> 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 the actual chargers yeah they're they're now in LA too. <laughs>
0: what uh what cities are they in again can you uh, list those off
1: yeah, I believe they're in. Honestly, every week they're launching in a new city. But right now they're in L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Atlanta, Charlotte, Nashville, mm. Austin, and then I think probably a few more. I mean, out.
0: basically, if this is of any interest to you, Fire Nation, like go on the site, sign up for updates. I'm sure there's a place where it says, you know, alert me when my, you know, when quote unquote my city is, you know, bird eyes or whatever it's called, is you know yep. it gets birds, and you'll you'll be the first to know. And then, again, it's the people who always are first to act, the first mover advantage, the people that are cutting edge. Those are the people that get the disproportionate returns just disproportionate results and again this is to me also just a theme for life this is just like okay some people are like well I have no interest in ever doing this or I live in a rural area like me down in southeastern Puerto Rico this is never <laughs> going to be down here period but it's the mentality it's the mentality right. of looking for that next thing that next thing could be an online opportunity that you can do from your home or whatever it is but it's just that mentality of realizing you did not miss the boat the opportunities are always going to come just sit down there you know sit there with your eyes wide open and your ears wide open listen look here you know absorb and a lot of these opportunities by the way you should look at them and say like okay that's a huge opportunity but man I have no interest in doing that and pass on it because you're never going to really crush it if you just don't have that huge excitement or fire for that but then you're going to see that one thing is be like that's the thing I want to try and then just go in and try and who knows like Harry you know now he's just adding this to his bigger site which is ride share guy and uh, having a blast and Harry how's your podcast going by the way?
1: podcast is going well you know I'm, I'm still going strong i think we're up to about uh not as prolific quite as prolific as yourself hey compare in despair
0: about, uh, brother come on this is <laughs> apples and oranges like be proud yeah. of where you're at the ride no, guy definitely. a very niche market i mean you know that your listeners are absolutely consuming your content and fired up about it
1: Yeah, no, I think we're up to episode number 75 or so. It's been going for four or five years. We release one new episode every two or three weeks. And I mean, to be frank, you know, so I've got the blog, podcast, YouTube channel, and also now a new book that's out. And the podcast is frankly like the lowest performing medium out of, you know, all four of where we're producing content. But at the same time, you know, I really enjoy having interesting conversations with people. And so we're getting about usually 10,000 total downloads a month on the podcast, which is probably very good for a lot of people That's and great. I think you know relative to my blog for example that like gets 500,000 page views a month maybe it's not you know not on the same level but I think that I've kind of you know really streamlined the pro- the podcast process so it doesn't take much time and I'm able to interview people that I really just genuinely are am interested in chatting with like people that I want to talk to I just invite them on the podcast and we have a conversation and then I publish it
0: <laughs> Have you ever like actually sat down and run the numbers though cuz I think it's pretty interesting I have a functional medicine doctor friend who gets you know he- Huge numbers on his blog, excuse me, reasonable numbers on his podcast, but he's able to look at his podcast and know that, like, a podcast listener to him is worth literally 20x what a blog post reader is. Like, he's sat down, he's done those numbers. And I'm kind of wondering, you know, the fact that you have a lot less listeners. But they're probably consuming a lot more of the overall content when they're sitting down and listening to an entire podcast episode. Like, what's the value exchange? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think that I definitely haven't sat down and thought about the actual value. But as a podcast listener myself, I totally agree with you. And I've met people in person and had conversations over email with people who are podcast listeners and fans. And I know that there's a deeper, more meaningful connection. So I don't necessarily look at it, you know, at maybe a high line, right? Sort of the, the raw numbers might be a lot higher for you. YouTube, uh, you know, for for my YouTube channel where we have 27,000 subscribers and the blog, you know, where we have a bunch of email subscribers. But I think that for me, it's all about, you know, kind of still making that, uh, you know, sort of strong, intense connection. And, you know, also uh, from the business side, right, I do have to kind of justify my time and energy. You know, I can't do everything, right, and be everywhere uh, all the time and still without, you know, for myself getting burnt out. So yeah. I think that I don't know what the value is, but I definitely know that there is a different type of more meaningful connection. And I'm happy to, you know, keep doing it, even though maybe I don't release a podcast every single week, it's still enough to kind of capture some of that value.
0: And that's what's important, Fire Nation, is to really look at the numbers behind the numbers. I mean, the numbers can be one thing, these big vanity metrics, and you know, you get all these different views or these whatever it might be, you know, even podcast listens. I mean, you've really got to look at the numbers behind the numbers. And that's why I think it's really important to be surveying your audience at least every six months, you know, reaching out and saying, Hey, like what do you consume most of my content? You know, time-wise, not just like app, you know, maybe whatever might be, you know, page site-wise, but what do you consume most of and see what they do? And then say, you know, have you ever purchased anything from my website or from me before? And then, you know, the answer is X, Y, or Z. And then the thing is you can really start to kind of judge and line up like, hey, what, who are my most valuable consumers of my content? Are they the podcast listeners? Are they the viewers of my blog? Are they my YouTube viewers? Like all these different things. And it's going to be different for every industry. It's going to be different for people. So it's just important to know so that you don't just like look at one thing and say, you know, the numbers aren't like through the roof over here, but that might be where all of your actual revenue and conversions in real relationships, like Harry was talking about, are coming from. So, Harry, we've been going on and on because you kind of just like side mentioned that bird thing. <laughs> and like I just jumped on it because I am excited about it because I just think it's such at the core what it is to be an entrepreneur. And that's why I loved when Uber and Lyft, you know, and all these other different opportunities came up like that for this gig economy because. I know when I moved to San Diego, like I basically, this was back in 2009 that I'm talking about, like I basically had to go and find, you know, some kind of quote unquote safe corporate job right away because I had to start paying the rent back in 2009, you know, on my little studio apartment that was like two blocks from the ocean, was like a thousand bucks a month. Like I had to start paying that rent. But if I could have just gone there and just like, become an Uber driver or like actually made some cash by doing these different things, you know, not to like make a ton of money, but just to subsidize what I was doing and also to feel like I was doing something productive with my day and, and, you know, while I was building something else, I just love that world and that's the world that I want to live in and Fire Nation, guess what? This is the world that we live in now. So that's why I got excited about that and that's why we kind of went in that direction for a while and I kept pepping you those questions because I think the Fire Nation should be thinking about the gig economy and how they can just add it to their overall activities. They can add that supplemental revenue that supplemental income, like don't make it the thing, but make it like, hey, this is something I'm going to do for three or four hours a day so that I can use the other seven or eight or nine hours of the day to build like the thing that I'm really passionate about that has really long-term wheels that I'm in control of. Because of course, you're never in control of things like what Uber and in the gig economy, because you, know. you never know what, what they're going to change. With. So what are we going to say here? Yeah.
1: yeah. And I mean, to be frank, I think, you know, running, uh, you know, really Driving for Uber and Lyft, or really working at any of these gig economy companies, it's a perfect practice for running your own business. I mean, you are an independent contractor working for Uber and Lyft, so you will have to file a Schedule C. You have to think about your income. You have to think about your expenses too, right? Because you're responsible for all the gas mm. and maintenance, and even some liability issues that might come up. So what I've sort of found is for that type of profile, for someone in your audience who's kind of, you know, looking at what their next business or their first business or you know their own business could be, honestly, driving for Uber and Lyft or working for any of these companies, you learn a ton. And you can really apply that to your own business. I think that it's great practice for running your own business as long as you kind of don't fall into the trap of hundred percent depending on it and you do have something else on the side, and you know you can uh, you know you can have some other opportunities for sure.
0: Well, again, I kind of took the conversation again and jumped on what you said and went down that kind of bird slash gig economy route, which I think is going to be super valuable. but I still I mean, I'm having a great time talking with you. Your audio is great, so that's huge. I'd love to answer a question. Do you have anything you come to mind? I'm going to jump in here real quick, Fire Nation, and let you know that Harry's question is great, and we'll get to it when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Design projects are fun, but they can also be challenging, especially if you're not an actual designer and chances are you are not. But whether you're looking for custom graphics, a new logo, or even brand new web design, DesignCrowd has you covered. All you have to do is post a brief describing the design you need. Then DesignCrowd will invite its designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design. And over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs. Finally, you then get to pick the best design and improve payment to the designer and if you don't find a design you like no worries design crowd has a money back guarantee and a support team you can contact by phone or email 24 7 for help get started today visit designcrowd.com fire for a special 100 hundred dollar vip offer for fire nation or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your next project on design crowd that's d-e-s-i-g-n-c-r-o-w-d.com Without money in the bank, starting a business can be tough. Luckily, I had a runway to help support the start of entrepreneurs on fire. But I know that's not the case for everyone. If your path to financial freedom seems far away, or if you're feeling like breaking out of the revolving debt cycle is impossible, then you should check out Upstart. Upstart is revolutionizing the process of personal lending by going beyond their traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. All it takes is two minutes to go online and find out your Upstart rate, which is always free and. Won't won't affect your credit. The best part, once your loan is approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. Over one hundred thousand people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student debt, and more. Visit upstart.com slash fire to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's Upstart.com slash fire. Loans are offered by Cross River Bank, a New Jersey state chartered commercial bank. Restrictions apply. For details, visit Upstart.com slash fire. And now back to Harry's question
1: seeing as you are someone who's very prolific and has also though, you know, I know you recently made a little bit of shift in your podcast. I'm curious to know as far as when, what do you do when you start to feel kind of burnt out? If you've been doing the same thing over and over and maybe you even, you know, you're probably at a point financially where you don't need, or maybe you don't want or need, you know, extra money. You've kind of got to the point where, um, you know, you, maybe you could never work another day in your life or you could go and do more projects that you're way more Mm -hmm. passionate about. I don't know. How do you, how do you make that, decision or flip that switch or, you know, sometimes I struggle with, all right, if I want to take on a new project just to make money or if I already am making enough money, right, well, what should I work on? I mean, is it a combination of things that are interesting, that are passionate or that I make money or how do you think about that?
0: I think it's a phenomenal question because this is something that we're all working towards and I kind of want to back up a couple steps even before your question is sure. to say, like, what are you working towards, Fire Nation? Like, what are you really working towards? And I was very clear on that. I was very clear when i launched entrepreneurs on fire that i was going to bust my hump because i was working towards one word freedom freedom to do what i wanted to do when i wanted to do it where i wanted to do it i wanted that lifestyle that location that financial freedom that freedom over every part of my life like that's what i was looking for so you know kate and i were very focused that when the money started coming in we weren't going and buying those crazy cars like we weren't yeah. going out and buying multi-million dollar houses you know we weren't doing all of those things we were taking the money we were investing back in the business so that we could continue to grow the business and the revenue we were taking the money that we weren't investing back into the business and we were investing it into ourselves meaning like you know some really wise conservative investments like stocks mm. bonds mutual funds you know a lot of cash some real estate etc cetera, et cetera. like we were really just taking a very conservative approach looking to build what I like to call the war chest. Like you really want to build that war chest because listen, you know as game of Thrones fans will know like winter is coming i mean we've been on this incredibly positive trend since the, the crash back in 0- 07 08 you know we've been like on this decade long positive trend where there hasn't been a huge bump in the road the economy's been strong you know things have been going up 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 listen the winter's coming and it always is coming it's nothing to be scared of it's just something to realize it's going to happen so what are you doing to prepare for that in fact you know i love Warren Buffett and i follow him so closely you know and he loves that quote which is it's always important to be scared when other people are greedy and then greedy when other people are scared because that's Mm when the real opportunity. So like for me, when that next crash happens, I'm not like gonna be excited for it. I'm gonna be, you know, disappointed and sad that the fact that it's gonna hurt a lot of people. But I'm going to be in a position where there's going to be a lot of opportunities. I'm going to be able to jump into because I've built up that war chest. So that's why when you know we were making multiple seven figures a year living in San Diego, and half of that was being clawed back by Uncle Sam. I was going to my CPA and saying, "Hey, this is brutal, but I get it. You know, I'm a military veteran. Like, I understand it's not cheap to run a country like the United States and in a state like California. But what can I do, you know, legally to to potentially keep more of the money that I make? And I really was like, that was my phrase: How do I keep more? of the money that I make. And that's when obviously Puerto Rico came up oh, over two years ago now. We, we just crossed our two-year anniversary in Puerto yeah. Rico about a month ago. And Kate and I were like, it's too it's too good to be true. I mean, like that's the thing. But then it wasn't. It's legit. It's the real deal. We found a whole community of people down here in Puerto Rico that are paying 4% corporate tax, no federal, no state in Puerto Rico. And so we made the move 2 years ago and that just, you know, took basically what we were earning and doubled it. Because instead of paying 50% yeah. a year in taxes, now we're paying 4% a year in taxes. Now what are we doing with that extra 50%? Well, we're investing more into our business. We're investing more into our team, we're investing more into our investments, you know, now I'm investing heavily in a lot of different areas. You know, I'm able to, you know, not go crazy, but have, you know, a little a little play in cryptocurrency now. Nothing that if it goes all away and goes to zero that's going to even, you know, hurt or make me blink twice, but something that's there. So if it does go to a million, then I'm like, sweet, that was a pretty cool play. So like one of those things. So now I've kind of put myself in that situation, you know, again, six years later after launching where we are financially set for life. So, you know, if I don't make any really dumb plays or the, you know, the dollar doesn't go crashing to zero, all of which is totally possible for sure. I mean, I'm not saying that, but we put ourselves in a situation where now I can really say, okay. I love entrepreneurs on fire. I love having conversations with successful entrepreneurs. But do I need to still do 365 interviews per year? Do I need to still kind of pigeonhole myself to like these four questions? Or can I say, you know what? There's going to be some people that are disappointed and leave leave as listeners. There's going to be some people that are fired up and like to show even more and double down. And there's going to be a bunch of people in the middle who, you know, don't care that much one way or the other. And that's kind of how everything is in life. And so I said, you know, this is what's best for me. This is what's best for Kay. This is what's best for the business is that I kind of look in words and say, what's going to keep me excited about podcasting? Is this a medium that I love? I want to challenge myself. And so that was the direction I wanted to take to go from doing 30 interviews per month down to four by able to just drop into Facebook and Instagram. Hey, who wants to chat today? And then, you know, Harry, drops in and says, hey, I wanna chat today, and you and me having this great conversation, like us doing these type of things. Like that excited me, and having these quote unquote audio masterclasses on Monday where I let somebody like you, who's an expert in rideshare, you know, just yeah. go deep on rideshare, which is kind of interesting. This is kind of what it's in some ways turning <laughs> into, but you know, you know what I mean? They're like really having that standalone audio masterclass and then, you know, still saying, I, I still want to give something to fire nation on a daily basis. And that's why I launched the daily refresh, which is a daily show sharing a right. quote, gratitude and guided breathing. And with the other time that's opening up, I'm creating some other really exciting things like something we're launching very soon, which I have been pretty vocal about is three hours to your big idea, which is a completely mm-hmm. free three, uh, three hour training on getting to your big idea. And it's stuff like this. I'm able to sit down and, you know, there's like over a hundred man hours we're putting into this course and the subsequent funnel behind it. That's a lot of time that I'm able to put in now because I'm not spending, you know, the, the, an incredible amount of hours doing 30 interviews and 30 edits and scheduling and the sponsors to go with and all that stuff. So that was kind of the whole mindset around that and why I did it and so like my kind of recommendation to everybody listening and specifically you Harry, somebody who's gotten a lot of traction, has a lot of momentum, has a really great niche, is making legitimate revenue, is saying listen, how do I take the money that's coming in, allocate the right amount of money to investing in my business so it's continuing to grow and then allocating the the rest of the money into a place that's, an asset, you know, that's not something that's going to take away money from me on a a monthly basis, like a huge mortgage on a house Mm -hmm. or a car or, you know, things that I don't need at this point, you know, then get to the point where you're at and you're saying, okay, now I have like five years of expenses covered. So even if I don't make another penny, like I'm good for this number of time at my current level, now you can really start experimenting and having fun and doing some other things. Like Kate and I are doing a 65 day European trip this coming October. November, because we can do that because of how we set things up. And like that to me is continuing to push me towards that North star freedom, freedom of where I am, what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. So that's really what it is. So what, you know, with me kind of going through that rant, like, what do you kind of think like your North star is like, what do you want?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's super helpful information for me to know. And I I don't know that my North star is necessarily freedom, but I think, you know, one word that you said that, uh, you know, kind of stood out to me was excitement. And I think that for me, I'm always looking to work on projects that are interesting, exciting, novel. You know, I like working on things that nobody else is doing. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, things that nobody else blue ocean, baby. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think that, um, you know, even with the content we're creating, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that we could be, okay, Uber and Lyft release a new feature. We could just sort of cover it. But I like kind of going out, you know, trying it out, uh, testing it out and seeing, what is good? What is bad? Right? You know, kind of that more in depth, and I think we do that a lot with the content, and I think that that's sort of what I've tried to take on with the projects uh, that w- that I'm working on, kind of the so- on the side, and you know, obviously related to rideshare and you know, bird charging, whatever it might be. So really, just looking for those projects that uh, kind of excite me, and I think in the past maybe I've been a little too focused on business or too focused on making money and you know, obviously every project, you know, it it would still be something that's interesting to me, but I was also still looking for that. Hey, what's that potential return? And I think that kind of like what you said earlier is sometimes you get involved in things, you try things. And if you kind of come from that position of excitement or interest at the end of the day, even if it works out or ends up that, you know, you didn't make any money or you didn't make what you were expecting, it still isn't a complete loss. And so I think basically what what it's all sort of pointing to is I need to work on stuff that's kind of fun, (laughs) you know, and, uh, you know, keep working on on things are interesting and exciting to me. And I think that that's definitely, uh, you know, I guess that's sort of my North star is, uh, you know, work that is exciting, you know, not just kind of even interesting that work that like when I get up, it's like very, uh, you know, I'm sort of almost looking forward to it every day and, you know, I think sometimes in the, in the short term, it's tough, right? Because someone might be offering you uh, an opportunity or, you know, come do this. We'll pay, you know, like a, like a regular advertising deal, for example, right? If someone offered me a bunch of money, 5,000 bucks today to go do, a, a, you know, a sponsored post on their new product, that's something we've done a million times and it's not really that interesting or exciting. Um, but at the same time, you know, it might be 5,000 bucks that I don't have today and that's a lot of money. So I think uh, kind of balancing that with uh, the, that excitement uh, and the project that keep me interested is maybe something i need to think about in the future.
0: Well, fire nation, you heard my north star. You heard Harry's north star. I hope that you're thinking about your north star. And then this is it. Just start working towards it. Just wake up and you know, ask yourself whether it be during your meditation or during your journaling or just during your free time in the day, like am i heading towards my north star? And you say no every now and then, that's fine. It's not always going to be perfect. But if you start saying no too many days in a row, then you know that you need to make a shift and you know that you want to be more days than not saying, yes, I'm heading towards that North Star. So Harry, give us a little goodbye and um, share with us you know, how we can find out more about you and uh, then we will say goodbye.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, you having me on uh, very uh, informally, yeah. but I'm glad that we got to uh, chat and it's been a while. You know, I think I was on your show back in episode, I don't even know, 200 something. <laughs> it was a while ago. Oh, I'm going
0: to pull up while you're talking
1: here. That'll be funny. Yeah, so it, it's definitely cool to uh, touch base. And, um, you know, for me, I've been really fortunate to build my business and uh, people like yourself have really helped me along the way. So I'm happy to give back and share you know, any information that I can because, uh, you know, I'm a big proponent of... Of, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and really just helping others along the way. You know, I think that's kind of what my business is based on. So, people can definitely learn more about my site on theRideshareGuy.com. I've got a new book out called The Rideshare Guide. That's everything you need to know about driving for Uber and Lyft and then I'm all over social media. So basically any search box that you type the rideshare guy into, I should pop up pretty easily.
0: And also episode 786. So Harry, you were off by about 500 episodes, but Seven,
1: you know. I think that shows how many, I think, yeah, I, I, I was way <laughs> off with how many episodes <laughs> you've done. I thought it was earlier in your career, but maybe not.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it was definitely uh, before the halfway point of where we're at right now because we're now in okay. episode like 2014 yeah. as of this episode. So Harry, thanks for your time today, man. Keep doing and what you do, I think this was a really helpful conversation, and I'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Perfect. Take care, JLD. Thank you.
0: Peace. Well, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Harry today. It was. It was a little more focused of a QA session than we're normally gonna have, but you know, Harry and I just kinda went really deep on the gig economy, which I really enjoyed. So let's just make it the focus question of the day. Hope you enjoyed it. And Fire Nation, I know that so many of you out there are struggling to find your big idea or to identify which one of your many ideas is the big idea. So just visit my completely free training, Three Hours to Your Big Idea. And guess what? In three hours, you'll have your big idea. It's awesome and it's free. Yourbigidea.io and I will catch you there design projects are fun but they can also be challenging good thing we've got design crowd whether you're looking for custom graphics a new logo or even a brand new web design design crowd can help visit designcrowd.com fire for a special 100 hundred dollar vip offer for fire nation or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your next project on design crowd that's designcrow dot slash fire Wish you could automate payroll tax payments, filings, and forms? Gusto can do that. Gusto will file and pay your payroll taxes, compile and send your W-2s and 1099s, and submit new hire forms for you. Sign up today and get started with one month of free payroll. Just visit gusto.com slash fire. That's gusto.com slash fire.